Hey, everybody, this is Eric, and I'm here with another episode of Short Circuits. And before I get started, I wanted to correct something from our first episode. It was Mike E. who gave me the idea for the show title. So thank you, Mike. And now that I already made a mistake in the very first episode, I guess that takes the pressure off. Or at least I hope so. Uh, so for this episode, I know that there's been a lot of talk recently about Justice League and comparing it to the Marvel films, especially to Thor Ragnarok, which also just came out recently. And uh, we're looking forward to Avengers Infinity War. We just got the trailer for it. There's talk about the future of the Warner Brothers uh, uh, DC Universe. And a lot of people are coming up with rankings of where the different movies fall in, in their priority list. And so I thought I'd head over to my flickchart.com account. If you don't have one, I highly recommend it. And uh, that I go over my rankings of the different superhero movies. Um, I think that uh, if nothing else, because we talk about them a lot on the podcast shows, I thought that maybe this would be a good opportunity to let people know where I stand on the different films and, and uh, where they fall in my rankings. So two things I want to point out. Number one, um, this does not include Fantastic Four from 2015 because I have not seen that one. And uh, also, it does not include anything that is not currently part of an ongoing current franchise. So, for example, it does not include the other Fantastic Four that had Jessica Alba in it, nor does it include Rise of the Silver Surfer, because those aren't the current, uh, the current continuity for those. It does not include Batman, uh, Batman Begins, um, The Dark Knight, any of those. It's only the current iterations of these characters. So starting off the list, I'm sure this is no surprise to anybody who knows me well, is Deadpool. I thought that this movie was great. I thought that it was a very accurate rendition of the character from the comic books. I thought the humor worked really well. The action scenes worked. The pacing was good. Uh, it was just everything I hoped it would be. And this coming from a, a movie I was really scared would bomb. And uh, yet it did the opposite of that. It was very successful and with good reason. So that's the top of my list. At number two for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. I think this is the best of any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Um, again, a great mix of action, story, character development, humor. Uh, and I thought the ending was really good. It, uh, I, I think it's easily the best of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. For me, at number three, I, this was a little tough, but I've got the Avengers. Now, uh, I'll talk about Justice League in a little bit, but those are the two kind of setting up the big team ensemble films for each of the two franchises. Uh, the Avengers, I thought, did a really good job of bringing the heroes together. I thought that the story was good, and I thought Loki was a really compelling villain. So I thought the conflict in the movie was really good. And I think that's one of the big things for me that sets it apart from Justice League, but I'll get to that in a few minutes. So the Avengers is in at number three. At number four, I've got the original Iron Man film. This was arguably the first of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. I know the Incredible Hulk technically counts, but eh, kind of doesn't. Uh, I thought that this was a really good look at character development. You have a character that's not likable, and then he becomes likable. Uh, he has a change of heart. He goes through all the different story points. The, the ending was a little rough. The villain was not the greatest but I thought that it was such a strong introduction to this new era of superhero films 
that it ranks really highly on my list. Another one, I'm, I'm kind of surprised to find this one so high on my list, I guess, but Spider-Man Homecoming. I really like this iteration of Spider-Man. In fact, it's less about Spider-Man and more about Peter Parker. Because unlike a lot of other superheroes, Batman is uh, a commonly used example where he is the superhero more so than he is his normal persona of Bruce Wayne. Spider-Man's the opposite. Spider-Man is all about Peter Parker. Even when he's dressed up as Spider-Man and he's fighting crime, the inner monologue that we see in the comic books, it's always about Peter. It's always about his insecurities and, uh, you know, what he's going through. And so I thought that this movie did an excellent job of capturing that. I thought it had, again, a strong story. We didn't go back and see the, the same old uh, origin story that we get all the time with Spider-Man. We're kind of sick of seeing that, I think. And uh, I really like this. I thought this was one of the most solid superhero movies that we've gotten recently. Another one is uh, Wonder Woman at number six on my list. Honestly, I would have ranked this higher except two things. Number one, I don't think that the villain was all that compelling. And number two, I don't like period pieces. So the fact that it was set in World War II, eh, not really my thing. Uh, now, that being said, I thought it was a really, really phenomenal movie. So I normally would have ranked it lower just based on the fact that it's a period piece and I didn't care that much for the bad guy. But the movie was so good that I had to bump it up. So it's at number six on my list. At number seven is Logan. I think a lot of people didn't give this a fair shake because they were expecting it to be more of a stereotypical action-oriented superhero movie. And really, it's a character drama. As a character drama, it's a really good superhero film. And I like the fact that they they had a different style of storytelling for this movie. Uh, so that's at number seven. At number eight for me is Doctor Strange. And this is a character normally I would not care at all about. But uh, they did such a good job, again, of taking an unlikable character, of making him likable. The character development was great. The acting was phenomenal. Uh, the, the battles, they did something different with the battles this time around, and I really appreciated that. I like it when it's not just people slugging it out. Like, there's a creative approach to the tactics and everything. So I was surprised to find that not only did I like Doctor Strange that much, but that I continued to like it this much so long after the movie came out. For number nine, um, this one, I'm probably going to get a lot of people rolling their eyes at me for this, but I am a big X-Men fan. And I thought that the, the first two X-Men movies were really good. Well, I mean, for the time period. And uh, I think that the first one had a few issues at the end. I liked the fact that the second one brought in more characters and I grew up with a lot of these characters. So for me getting to see these on screen together, that, that was a big deal. So for me at number nine, I've got X2, X-Men United. Not saying it's a great film. I'm saying that for me personally, it, it's ranked at number nine as, as my favorite among superhero movies. Tim, I hope you're listening to this. At number 10, I've got Ant-Man. I liked Ant-Man. I thought it was a really good movie. It's yet again, a character I care nothing about. Any of these superheroes like Ant-Man or the Atom, uh, Goliath, where they're, the whole point of their power is they get big and they get small. I don't care. I don't care. There's nothing interesting to me about that. I was convinced I would hate this movie going into it. But again, they brought out a compelling character. They made him likable. They made him relatable. And I enjoyed the story and, and the experiences that this character went through. Plus, I love a good heist film. 
And while this isn't necessarily a traditional heist film, it's not Ocean's Eleven or something, I thought that this was still a really good portrayal of the character, and, and I enjoyed it. I really liked it. At number 11, Captain America Civil War. Now, the reason this one didn't rank higher for me is that even though it has some really good moments, really good moments, it just, it felt a little bit too rushed, and there was no compelling antagonist in the movie. There was an antagonist, but he was weak. I mean, he was pretty lame. I liked seeing the conflict uh, with the heroes against each other, but I thought that there were a lot of missed opportunities there too. Um, so I, I guess I didn't care for it as much as a lot of people did. On the other hand, there were a lot of strengths about the movie too. The, uh, the battle scene at the airport, the introduction of Black Panther, um, the interactions amongst a lot of the heroes. So I think that that made up for a lot of its downfalls to me. So that's why it made number 11 on my list. And at number 12, for similar reasons, is Justice League. Uh, it was flawed. I did not like the antagonist. There were problems with the, the CGI. A lot of <laughs> problems with the CG. But for me, it was awesome to see these characters brought together on the screen. Now, unlike the Avengers, where a lot of people prior to the movies coming out, didn't know who these characters were. A lot of people didn't know who Thor is, not really. A lot of people didn't know Iron Man that much. I mean, when you think of Marvel superheroes, the big ones have always been Spider-Man and the Hulk. And uh, to a lesser extent, Captain America. And uh, in recent decades, Wolverine. But when you look at DC Comics, you've got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and they have been around for generations. And Superman is one of the most recognizable fictional characters in existence worldwide. So to see those characters come together on screen was something kind of special to me. And to see their interactions with one another, much like the interactions in Civil War, I thought that those strengths made up for a lot of the weaknesses, not all of them. But I thought Justice League was a decent enough movie. Definitely flawed, but there were definitely strengths too. And I think it doesn't get a fair rap. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people are still actively fighting that one out. But regardless, uh, out of uh, what I guess about 35 movies on the list here, it's at number 12. So it's at the bottom of the top third of my list. Next up at 13, we've got the original X-Men film. Uh, I thought the ending was a little bit weak. They could have done more with it. But uh, I really enjoyed seeing the characters come live on screen for the first time. And seeing the introduction of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine was a big deal. So I really liked that first movie. They were kind of all downhill after the second one, but uh, that's okay. And number 14, we've got The Watchmen. A lot of people don't really even remember that this is a superhero film. This is part of the DC universe. I, uh, what to say about this one? I know a lot of people don't like Zack Snyder right now because of what he did with Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League. I think he did a really good job with Watchmen, with two exceptions. The love scene was atrocious. It was horrible. And the ending, he changed something at the ending that was very, very different from how it was in the comics. And in my opinion, it's not so much that he made the change that bothers me. That's fine. What he did changed what the ending meant. The whole point of the ending in the comic book was a lot more thought-provoking, and it really made you think about, you know, was the villain maybe 
the hero? Did the villain maybe really do the right thing? And in the movie, I think he took it in a direction that kind of broke that a little bit. And that made the the story a little bit less compelling. Now, that being said, all of the rest of the movie, I thought was done really well. The tone, the visuals, the, the way that you could almost see individual panels from the comic book captured on screen. I thought it was great. Again, had some flaws. It's not exactly my top 10, but I still thought it was a pretty solid film. At number 15, Avengers Age of Ultron. I had some issues with the actual Ultron character um, and some of the stuff at the end of the film, but uh, I liked it. I thought it was really good. At 16 is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, for me, this was the best of the Thor films, but it was meaningless. There was no development of the character. Uh, it was just a romp and it was fun. And uh, that's, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It was definitely a fun movie, but it didn't really matter at all in, in the grand scheme of things. So that's why it didn't rank higher for me. And also why it did not rank as high as Justice League. It, it just, you know, it was there and it was a fun distraction, but at the end of the day, it was really just kind of a distraction. Nothing wrong with that. And number 17 is The Wolverine. Uh, I thought that this movie was okay. This is the one with Wolverine in Japan. The villain at the end, a little, little goofy, but I thought the story up until that point was actually pretty good. It wasn't great, but it was, uh, I, I think this is another one of those films that people don't really give it a fair shake. At number 18, I've got Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I'm not a big fan of the Winter Soldier. I don't like Bucky that much, whether it be as Bucky, as a Winter Soldier, as um, as Nomad. I, it's just, I don't know. I never really connected that well with the character. Uh, this movie was good. The Hydra involvement, the way it tied over into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, there's, you know, it's not that there's anything particularly wrong with the movie. Uh, it just didn't sit as high as some others for me. At 19, Batman versus Superman. Batman and Wonder Woman were both wonderful in this movie. Superman, I could care less about. I've never really liked Superman that much. But for me, the, the memorable moments of the film really were all the scenes with Batman, all the scenes with Wonder Woman. And uh, I, I guess for me, that kind of made up for some of... No, no, it really didn't make up for any of the problems. It was just fun for me to watch those scenes, I think. I really like Ben Affleck as Batman a lot. I think he's the best of any of the Batmans. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is incredible. And uh, I think I'm, you know, I'm willing to rewatch the movie. I just do a lot of fast forwarding when the two of those, uh, the two of them are not on screen. So number 20 is Iron Man 3. Another movie that I think is a little bit underrated. I think it's better than a lot of people gave it credit for. Um, there's some pretty decent character development with Tony Stark. The uh, the premise I thought was pretty good. The extremist uh, storyline. Yeah, the Mandarin stuff was a little bit weak, but yeah, it's okay. And uh, rounding out the rest of my list. Um, 21, I've got X-Men Days of Future Past. I didn't care that much for this one. It just didn't suck as bad as some of the other X-Men movies on the list. At 22 is Man of Steel. I really like Zack Snyder's take on Superman because I don't like Superman. And I, I do enjoy the fact that 
this Superman feels a little bit more conflicted. He has weaknesses, which is one of the things I never liked traditionally about Superman is he had no weaknesses, so he was a boring character. This Superman's not like that. That being said, I think that a lot of what Zack Snyder did with the story kind of stunk. Moving on at 23 is Suicide Squad. Again, interesting to see these characters come together. Uh, I thought Will Smith did really well. It was nice to see Harley Quinn on screen. Um, some of the characters I weren't as familiar with. Uh, Diablo, I thought was really good. Problem is, it was a little disjointed, probably due to the studio interference. And again, the ending kind of sucked. At 24 is Thor. All of the stuff in Thor that happened off of Earth, I thought was really good. All the stuff that happened on Earth, I thought was crap. At uh, 25, Captain America, the first Avenger. Not that it's a bad movie, but again, I don't like period pieces. And unlike Wonder Woman, it wasn't so incredibly good on its own that it, it, it exceeded uh, my dislike of period pieces. So I, I just never really connected with that first one. And I knew that was probably going to be the case going into it. So nothing against that film. It's just not my thing. At 26 is Thor, the Dark World. I didn't mind kind of the fantasy aspects of, of this movie as much as a lot of other people did, but I do agree it was the weakest of the Thor movies and one of the weaker of the MCU overall. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is at number 27 for me. I really, really did not like this film. The first Guardians is my favorite of the MCU. This one is my second to least favorite of the MCU. I really didn't think this one was very good. Uh, you know, the visuals were great. The action scenes were great, et cetera, et cetera. I just didn't like the story. 28 is Daredevil. I think that this is a movie that people, um, it, it's interesting to hear people talk about this. Nobody that I know really complained that much about the movie until after Elektra came out. And uh, then after Elektra came out, they went back and started bashing the original Daredevil film too. The Daredevil film with Ben Affleck wasn't that bad. It wasn't that great, especially not compared to the more modern superhero films. But for the time it came out, it wasn't that bad a superhero film. Um, had some problems, but uh, it was okay. And yeah, I know that technically there's the Netflix Daredevil thing and that's the new continuity and stuff. So eh, if you want to pretend that I took this off the list, go for it, whatever. And number 29 is X-Men The Last Stand. I thought this was uh, pretty bad. Just pretty bad overall. It was crap, but not as bad as X-Men First Class, which is at number 30. Uh, a lot of people like this one. I did not at all. I thought it was horrible. At 31 is The Incredible Hulk. Technically, this is part of the MCU. And uh, I didn't care for it very much at all. I thought it was a pretty forgettable film. At 32 is X-Men Apocalypse. I hated this movie so bad. They finally bring Psylocke into a movie. Uh, played by Olivia Munn. Looked just like Psylocke. Had the costume down. The, the combat, what little of it she had was great. They decided not to give her a British accent. And the reason was because uh, there were too many other British accents in the movie. And I thought that that's a really lame excuse. Like of all of the excuses you could come up with, that's just, that's really, really lame. Uh, fortunately, I, I stopped thinking about that pretty quickly as I saw how crappy the film was overall. It completely distracted me from the accent 
issue. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse was abysmal. Following that is Elektra at number 33. Don't think there's much that needs to be said about that. Uh, number 34 is Iron Man 2. Yes, I consider this even worse than Elektra. I hated Iron Man 2. And then finally, to bring things full circle, we started with Deadpool, we're ending with Deadpool. X-Men Origins Wolverine at number 35. Easily the worst of the modern superhero movies. It is just... If, if you took Hugh Jackman out of the film... Uh, you'd have nothing left but a steaming pile of crap. It, it's just, it's horrible. But that is my list of uh, my rankings of the superhero movies, as far as what's currently out, what's in current continuity. So hopefully going forward, that'll give you a little bit of an idea of where I stand on the rankings for different things. I know we don't often get an opportunity to kind of lump everything together like that, but uh, that's where I stand. And, uh, Tim, I, I know I'm going to hear back from you about Ant-Man, and that's fine. I, I would encourage a discussion about that at some point. But that's it for Short Circuits for this week. I would love to hear from you. So I want you to send your feedback, comments, and especially questions to shortcircuits at randomchatter.com. Or better yet, because, you know, circuits is a little tricky to type sometimes, just send it to sc at randomchatter.com. And again, please send questions. If I can, I'll answer them on the air. Uh, it can be things about my opinions on something. What are my favorite time travel movies? What do I hate the most about going to movie theaters? I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, a suggestion for a rant on something. Um, what, you know, whatever you want. I'm open to just about anything. So that's it. Be sure to check out all of our shows over at the randomchatter.com website. We have another new microcast series that just started. It's basically this, but for Star Wars, it's called, Aren't You a Little Short for a Podcast? So be sure to check that out as well. And until next time, take care. <laughs>